Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. to have personal responsibility, political accountability, and corporate culpability. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. We must eliminate poverty. I don't care what color the person or child I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, and special guest co-host, Denise Lane. Welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of intelligent radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning to all the truth seekers out there. I am absolutely ecstatic to have my special guest co-host, Denise Lang, with me. I don't know if we've ever mentioned this in our years of doing this show, but she is actually the voice that you hear on our intro, basically breaking down what we do here on Mental Dialogue. So, Denise, I am absolutely glad to have you on this morning. And just to let the audience in on it. Yep, to let them in on it. This is not our first time doing this. You are actually with me with the first time I ever was on radio, which was live in South Carolina. And so right. this is nothing new to, you know, to jump back on the horse, but I'm glad to have you back, Queen, for this very interesting discussion very question this morning. Good yeah, to be absolutely. Back. I'm to glad back. to have you. Absolutely glad to have you. Um, if you just want to share where you're from and, you know, a little bit of what you're doing real quick, and then we'll, we'll jump right in. We're not going to even keep the audience waiting because this, again, is a very interesting um, discussion question this morning. But, again, if you will, just tell them, I guess, say hello to the truth seekers and tell them a little bit about yourself before we get started. Hello, Mental Dialogue family. I'm glad to be back. Like Montoya said, I, you know, we was I did this show in the beginning, and, you know, for the first few years that it was on, and I'm just good to be back. I'm, you know, originally from New York, and I'm just happy to be a part of this subject. I think it's going to be really a good, interesting subject today. Hey, that's what we do. Again, we do the questions America's afraid to ask, and this morning's discussion question, let the cat out the bag, is can friends have sex and remain friends? I will tell you this week, Denise, the the survey has came in about 50-50. I've got a bunch of yeses and a bunch of noes and some people being funny along the way. So hopefully some of those people will call in and give us their three cents. Uh, and to be honest with you, what I've found, to be very honest, 
when we do these subjects, you know, again, we do the questions America's afraid to ask, and I would even say this was not as controversial as some of the ones we've done in the past, but what I have noticed is people are afraid sometimes to call in in the event that they might incriminate themselves. So they like to listen, <laughs> but but they don't necessarily call in. So we'll see. Last week we had callers galore when we were talking about toxic masculinity, that hot subject. People were calling from all over the country. Uh, but but the feedback I've been getting this week is from my, again, when I see that type of activity on any time we're promoting the show, I know they'll be listening, but they may be afraid to call in. <laughs> So so we'll see. Yeah, 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 because we definitely want other people's opinion on it because it's going to be hard for us to do, you know, two hours just with ourselves. I do have a special guest coming in on the second hour. Um, Beyonce, your hostess, uh, we're glad to introduce the Minister Dialogue community to her in the second hour, so she'll help us out along the way in the second hour. But I'm saying all this to say for all of you out there listening, do not be afraid to press 1 or call 646 Seven eight seven one six nine one, and give you give your opinion on this morning's discussion question, which is: Can friends have sex and remain friends? We're putting it simple, but there's a lot of places this can go. I got some great cuts that'll take us in some different directions. But to go ahead and jump this off between you and I, Denise, again, thank you for being with me. Um, just your initial thought on this: Is this a possibility? And then as the show goes along, we'll get deeper into. I guess, the consequences that might go one way or even the benefits uh, for those who consider it a, you know, benefits, maybe the friends with benefits aspect or something to that effect. But, again, if you will, any thought in in the initial idea of me saying, hey, come do this show, what's your initial thought? Can friends have sex well, with main friends? my initial thought is from a female perspective, yes, we can definitely have sex and still be friends. Um you know, I, I know many of my girlfriends who have done it. You know, I've done it over the past. It is definitely a possibility. It can happen from a female point of view. Um, we know how to basically say, okay, let's just be friends. Now, a lot of times when we say that to the person that we, you know, slept with, they might not want to be placed in the friend zone. And so that, you know, they may walk away and say, no, I can't do it. But from a female point of view, I think that we never have a problem with that. We're always good with, you know, you know, we can do this and we can still be friends because there are various reasons. Sometimes, you know, you're just not connecting the way you thought you were, but the friendship is great. And so you don't want to lose that friendship because um, maybe you were friends first. A lot of times, you know, you're friends first, best friends, whatever, then you guys sleep together. Now can you still be friends? Absolutely. From our point of view, we're still friends. And maybe the sex wasn't that great from the female point of view. Now, the person on the other end might have thought it was the bomb diggity. <laughs> but, you know, we met them, man, it wasn't as great as we thought it was. And so, you know, let's just stick with the friendship where he might be like, oh, man, this was the best thing. Now I got a good friend and I got good sex. But she's like, no, I just want him in the friend zone. So I think it can be done. I, I don't see a problem with it. To a degree, I think, you know, it just depends on the other person that you are friends with and if they can handle it. And in many cases, I think, in, in a lot of cases, actually, I think, you know, the problem is not with the female in this as far as staying, remaining friends. A lot of times it's with the guy, it's with the, the male that she's trying to stay friends with. Wow. Um, Everybody out there listening, you heard this indictment 
of us men. Yes. <laughs> the yes. Just, yes. just explain that it's it's a bunch of emotional men out here who cannot handle <laughs> being just friends and having sex. Now the funny thing to me, yeah. something as I'm listening to you, now this is this is the exact same thing men say about you. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. Maybe your husband knows to you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if let's say let's say the role was reversed right now, right? Denise, I said the role was reversed, and you had asked me this question, then everything you just said, I would have said verbatim. <laughs> oh man! From yeah, well, a male's point of way. view, That's just to funny, let though. you in on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. But, though, but I guess now, you know. Hey, yeah, like you say, you y'all actually see the problem on the other end, right? So, so that right. might be a little male bravado, us acting like, oh, yeah, she couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? When I talk. Right, right, exactly. Right. We're just like a lot of times, you know, because sometimes you have that's the greatest friendship with someone. And, you know, and people always, you know, like a, a woman, her dream is, can I get my best friend to be the one that I, you know, that, you know, can he be my husband at some point? Can he be the one that I you know, have sex with, can I get my best friend? And so sometimes you meet that person and you have this great friendship and you're like, yes, this might be the one. And then you sleep with him and you're like, he is and not the, sex the one. the is terrible. You know, the sex is terrible, but, you, but the friendship is awesome. And so you're just like, you know what, I really <laughs> want to just stay friends with him. But he flips it because now, you know, he probably thought he went in there and did right, his thing. Right. And he didn't really go in there and do his thing. So he's just like, so yeah, fellas, we good now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you fellas, know? if you're listening, when she, when, if y'all started and she stops, that's the, she couldn't ever tell you along the way you wasn't doing that well, but that's the sign that you wasn't right. handling it. <laughs> now, we actually up against the first right. break. Now, we up against the first break. Let's go to the first break. We do got some callers out there. We'll see if they want to get in on the discussion this morning. You're listening to All the right. Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. Well, all I ask is that you think. We'll be right back. Hey, where did you get that hat and T-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, Pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk, talk. They still go with me. Because I look like money. Smell like money. Talk like money. Even walk like money. Sad, sad, sad. I don't know, man. A lot of women here tonight. That's good. I like women. My mother's a woman. That helps. You know the cool thing about women? Women get to have platonic friends. He's my pal. He's my bud. He's my platonic friend. I love him like a brother. He's my bud, my platonic friend. Men don't have platonic friends, okay? We just have women we haven't fucked yet. 
As soon as I figure this out, I'm in there. I mean, I, got, I mean, we got some platonic friends, but oh no, I got some, but they all by accident. Every platonic friend I got is some woman I was trying to fuck. I made a wrong turn somewhere and ended up in the friend zone. Oh no, I'm in the friend zone. Welcome back to the Bits of Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Denise Lane. Can friends have sex and remain friends? As we just heard a famous cut, you are a Chris Rock fan, talking about ladies, y'all are, as you almost kind of said, y'all are capable of having platonic friends. That's right. (laughs) But I will admit, uh, you know, for the most part, now I, I, let me say this as well, because I haven't even, again, I told you I would kind of have said the same thing you said when I I asked you that question. Um, I definitely have been able to maintain platonic friendships with my friends over the year, years, despite what a Chris Rock says, but I will admit that I, it was a fall into the friend zone situation in most cases. So so I will say, <laughs> if, if anything, Chris Rock is absolutely correct in that sense. But as he says, what if men got with other friends, it's just friends we haven't had sex with yet. And, of course, he didn't use that term. We actually got a caller that wants to get in. So before we explore the idea of platonic friendship that doesn't lead, that doesn't have any sex and in the consideration for bringing it in. Like that's the, the area I want to start, but let's go ahead and see what the caller wants to get in on this discussion. Okay. If you're out there listening and want to get in, yep. If you're out there listening and want to get in on this discussion, please press one. If you're already on the line, if you're online, the number to get in is six, four, six, seven, eight, seven, one, six, nine, one. Let's go ahead and get the caller in with us. Actually, this is our special guest. Let me see if she wants to get in early. Hello, Yassi. How are you doing this morning, Queen? Good morning. I thought I'd sneak in a call a little bit early. You guys were just having hey, a I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm absolutely <laughs> glad to have you on. I just realized as I was picking picking up the call, I said, oh, this is actually our special guest for the second hour. So let's go ahead and get you in. Let me introduce <laughs> you properly, Queen. As, uh, this is Yassi, your hostess. Out of She's calling early morning from uh, California. So definitely thank yes, you for Lord. getting up early with us. This is a yeah, this is a queen that I've followed closely. I reached out to and I said, Hey, I would like to do you know, get you involved in some of what we're doing. I, I definitely appreciate what you're doing. So if you will, Queen, uh, just share with them because you have an upcoming podcast. So we're gonna go ahead and start out and let people let that out the bag and then oh, let thank you get you. your appreciation on this morning's discussion <laughs> question. So just share that with them. I think as they hear you they'll see why I follow you and like you and, and, and want to see you be successful as well. So go ahead and let them know that and then we'll ask you ask your three cents on this morning's discussion question. Thank you so much and I wanna say hello to your beautiful co host. Um thank uh, you so much you. for Good letting morning, me on. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Queen. Um, Like you said, yes, I have a podcast coming up. I'm really excited. It's been something that I've wanted to do for about the last three years, but, you know, timing is everything, and uh, things just seem to be falling into place. I have an amazing uh, co-host. His name is Triune, um, but it's called Ear Candy, Ear Candy the Show, and we're going to be talking about a lot about relationships and, of course, special uh, current events and things like that that come up, Um, but really getting to the heart of why men and women seem to keep missing each other. You know, you hear about men talking, locker room talk, I talk, I call it, where they communicate and they seem to all be on the same page. And then women, we get together and we spill the tea and we all get it. But when we come together, we just seem like we can't get on the same page. So trying to bridge that gap in a constructive way, I see a lot of people tearing down the other gender. And I think it's out of frustration and being discouraged. 
but I want to really bring it together and have positive conversations because at the end of the day, even if we can't uh, live with each other, we can't live without each other. So <laughs> hopefully we can educate some people and, and bridge that gap. So Ear Candy. No, I love it. In. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the name is perfect for this morning's discussion, Ear Candy. Get <laughs> 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 friends, have sex, and remain friends. So I'll ask you, oh, Queen, uh, what's your thoughts on this question? Um, I don't know if you can call well, what Denise had to say. She said women are absolutely I capable did. of doing it. <laughs> and I told her that men, we think the other we think the other way. It, so, again, like you just I said on the same show, we just it. miss each other. Yeah. Like, we miss each other when it comes together. <laughs> Go ahead, Queen. Yes. Well, of course, I'm a virgin. I adopted both of my children, so I can only speak from <laughs> hearsay. Uh, I I couldn't talk the whole two hours because of course I'll be at church, so I have to you know get the morning morning okay. service <laughs> since I'm a virgin, so chaste and pure. Um, uh, I joke, I joke. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh really? Uh, <laughs> I know, right? You called me for a second. I was like, oh dang, I, to- I know. He was like, oh, she has morning service. I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm at bed. I've been tired for the last month. <laughs> honesty. I think that in any kind of a relationship, there's always somebody who's invested a little bit more, even if sex isn't involved. But I think that when sex comes into play, there's still that same issue. Someone is always involved a little bit more. So I think that uh, your question, can friends have sex and remain friends? Yes, if they're truly, truly, truly on the same page. I think in the scenario where uh, people recognize that they don't want a relationship, both people truly don't want a relationship. And I'm talking about, I can tell he doesn't want a relationship. Let me pretend like I don't like him. Or I can tell she doesn't want a relationship. Let me pretend. That's a different situation and, of course, a recipe for disaster. But when both people truly just have an itch that needs to be scratched and they've come into it, there's no messiness beforehand and there's an agreement, that's the only time I think it can actually happen. Because nobody has expectations, I think. Sounds like never. Sounds like never to me. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard it. I have heard it happen. Um, But it's very like clinical. I'm joking a little bit. You know. You know. But I. But I agree. The percentage is very, very, very small because usually there's a, a little bit of an attraction. But I think if people are, you know, have enough of a chemistry, but for whatever reason, maybe they're just you know, not in a position to date, or maybe they're they're rebounding off another situation. I think that guys are Married a little bit better at managing their emotions. Oh, oh! <laughs> then they definitely can handle that. We are only meeting on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Do not call me. Do right. not, text, do not right. tag me on social media. Don't even look Friends at me when life. you see me at church. <laughs> Friends for life. But I love love what Chris said, though, you know, in that clip, I was cracking up because he said, you know, with with guys, women are just women he hasn't uh, had intimate conversations with, shall we say. I think that guys are always waiting in the wing. And I think that, you know, a real, I say real man, but, you know, a red-blooded male is not going to turn down sex when a woman says, you know, gosh, I just really have an itch that needs to be scratched would you mind would you be a doll and come over I really don't think he's gonna say nah <laughs> we don't have a connection so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass I don't think that's happening yeah we're, uh, we're just friends we're just right. gosh I don't want to ruin this Susie you know we really had something going here um 
But I think I think that women, I will, you know, I'm not going to throw us under the bus, but we're more emotional creatures. And I know for me, that situation doesn't work well because um, it's either one of the two things. I'm going to catch feelings or I'm going to feel incomplete with the relationship because I want a relationship. I'm not able to just take sex out of it. So for me, I enjoy it better on a physical level when there's an emotional connection. Um, for me, I can't, I don't understand the, I'm going to go a little bit to the left, but the whole prostitution thing, I, I couldn't ever get with that because for me, it's enjoyable when I know this person wants me as a person and as a soul, and I'm not just the body. So it wouldn't work for me to know, but I think it is possible for people, you know, but have an adult I conversation. I think that sometimes we can meet, because, you know, the initial attraction sometimes is there when you meet someone. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, initially yeah. you're attracted to that person. And you have a great friendship, you know, if you follow some of the sort of 90-day rule, if you want to call it that, and, you're, right. you, you know, you have 90 days in, and you're like, okay, we're we're in this 90-day, six-month, whatever your rule is for yourself, and you, you still yeah. have that initial attraction, and so you then sleep with that person, and then you find out, Like you know a what? test run. <laughs> right, kind of like a test run, exactly. And then you find now out. Now that oh, I can get, yes, because right, it wasn't just what, physical. Well, I it was. It was be, you know, and, I'm yeah. talking, and that's what I was talking about earlier is that you, you have that test run, but now you've established this amazing friendship because you've been friends with this person for months. You've laughed, yes. you've kicked it, you've had a good time. And then you sleep with him, and you're like, I don't really, I'm not really wah, feeling it. Wah, and, wah. and the old, you know, right. And, and sometimes <laughs> you might even sleep with him a second time because you're like, well, maybe I can get it yes. right a second time. And then the second time you're like, this is definitely not my thing. This is not now, my how ministry. Do I tell yes. him that I only want to be yes. friends? And how do I get him to come? Because I don't want to lose this amazing friendship, especially if it's on many occasions you have, you know, a person that will now, you know, look out for you do things for you, yes. you've been a single woman for a while, you know, this is your age, you know, you, you know, he's got you, and you do have to turn around and say to him, I want that part still, but I don't right. want the sex, you know, and it's, I, I think, think that for men, it's difficult mm-hmm. for them to adjust to that, to, to, to come to the reality that, what, she really don't want to sleep with me anymore? Right. No, yeah, let me I raise my hand. Cause you, 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 cause, let me raise my hand. Let me raise my hand because um, you got a man on the line, and I might can help. <laughs> I might can help y'all with that. <laughs> he said I might could help. Because I'm loving the back and forth. This is beautiful. This is what we do. We just have a conversation on, you know, online. So this is not technically a official radio show. That ain't how we do it here. So I'm loving the back and forth. But I just thought I might give y'all a point on why there's such an issue for for some men, you know, obviously I'm one man. I can't speak for all men. We also have a, another caller that wants to get in. But let me say that, and then we'll get to the caller. So what I, I – yeah, it makes sense. What y'all are saying makes a lot of sense. Like, it, it makes 100% sense. That makes sense, 100% sense, right? <laughs> so <laughs> what happens, though, which, again, y'all think y'all don't understand this just when I lay it down. If that man who's been looking out for you with possibly the intent that it would move into a relationship and obviously if it gets intimate yes. and – yeah, ain't nobody out here with these 90 months, six months rule. You know what I mean? Like, let's just keep that real. Like, there's a few people doing it, but most people ain't doing that, right? So you 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 attest the water along the way. But again, um, in liking you, if that man likes you, he he is sincere in looking out for you. But again, if he's yeah. wanting more, and as you said, Denise, especially if that intimate situation is one in which he thinks he, you know, he enjoys it becomes even harder then for him to understand because he wanted something more. 
So I get mm-hmm. that y'all are saying, let's keep this part of the relationship. But understandably, I'll say understandably as a man, and I will ask y'all to understand it, if he wants more. And I think most of the time y'all are, as long as he conveys that completely, that, hey, I'm wanting more, as long as he doesn't say that in a confused way, because some men will make the mistake because they like you. They'll play into, okay, I can do that, and then they treat you different. So I do see that. And, again, that goes back to what Yonsky says. It's just being upfront and honest. But for somebody wanting a relationship with you, I do understand, totally in a sense, they don't have the ability to continue to do that. And especially if they're, you know, maybe similar to Yancey who says, I want relationships, then they're only wanting to give that time to someone that they can build that full relationship with. So I do get it. Um, but so I do. But I'll, I'll also say, Denise, you're ultimately right. If that's the situation, that's probably why a lot of men that maybe have been in that situation couldn't handle it are my thoughts on that. I'll let y'all respond, and then we'll go to the call. I did want to say uh, she she uh, made the statement saying that the guy, you know, or that you will adjust the relationship. I think it's different when you have somebody who is building towards something, and then it it changed, and then let's settle for this, versus we never were building towards a relationship and we decided to have sex. I think that that is a big difference because you don't have an expectation there of the, you know, the relationship. And I, I agree a hundred percent with what you were saying is that um, he's, he's going to be disappointed. I mean, it's the same as a woman. If we were moving towards mm-hmm. a, a relationship, everything seems great. And we're checking all the other boxes. The only thing is that, you know, when we had sex, everything changed. I would feel some kind of way, you know, like, okay, now, now we can't, especially if I enjoyed it. And then suddenly it's like, ah, let's just be friends. That would be a huge ego blow. Um, And I, I wouldn't expect a man, I think, to, to do that. If he, you know, if he was into me and I try to be really careful when we as women know, we know when a guy is into us, I will try not to do anything that's relationship-ish um, because it will give him mm-hmm. hope. Um, and that's one of the principles I really try to live live by is um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Because if I have a, a theory. If a guy does not want me all the way, leave me alone. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't occasionally hit me up. And definitely don't come to me for sex, you know, if I'm interested in a relationship and you only want a piece of me. Again, if we can communicated that from the beginning and you gave me that respect and gave me that option and I chose to enter into that with that expectation that's one thing but yeah I definitely can't unless the guy is on board with it you know he agrees yeah that was kind of awkward let's just be friends then that's cool <laughs> but right I yeah well right. y'all see a lot of <laughs> lots of out here giving false hope I'm just saying I'm just saying yeah I, I agree <laughs> with you because we like the emotional it depends who's on the other end when you call it false hope because for some of some women go into it with just the idea of friendship and the man mm-hmm. that's in that relationship is got a whole different idea so on his from his perspective yeah. it's false hope but from our perspective we just wanted to be friends anyway so that's we don't feel like do you think that it should be benefit. spoken i think that should be spoken up front and sometimes i feel like and this is a struggle I that i have i'm front Okay, because they just don't hear it, and they're just in denial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now that that can, you know, or they feel like I had that. Right, we want to. We go into so it. We, so we just be no, liking y'all too much. Someone. No matter, like, no matter what you say, I'm gonna make her like me. Right. Exactly. I've like, had a guy. No, nah, I can do. That, I've had a guy. Yeah, 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 so let me hear I could tell. 
Yeah. Let me let me hear that story, Yancy. Then we're gonna get to the call. I think. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. And I apologize. There's a delay, so that's why we keep speaking over each other. At least on my end, there's a delay. But um, but no, I had a situation where I could tell that a guy liked me, and I've I've become very intuitive, so I can I can sense things right off the bat, and usually can't say it because the guy will get his ego involved, and he'll say, Oh no no no, I just was, and we're like, No, we know you in the wings, brother. But I let him pretend like I don't know. And so I told this guy one time, you know, I'm not interested for this, this, this reason. And he said, oh, no, 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 I just want this, this, and this. And I said, oh, okay, okay, buddy. And sure enough, it came out a couple of weeks later where he was in his feelings and he admitted, thinking that I didn't know, you know, I really did like you. I just figured that once you got to know me, things would change. And I said, I knew that, but I'm honest with myself and I know certain things that are a turnoff to me, uh, whether it's, you know, long distance or, you know, religion or whatever there's certain things that are deal breakers but i do think that, that guys hold out hope <laughs> yeah that's fair enough i, I think it's very fair we actually got about a, a minute before break uh I think it's, we look at this number this is my other co-host i got all my co-hosts coming together this is christy on the line so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna we're gonna go ahead and go to the commercial early just so i can give her her full thought coming out of the break you're listening to the mr oh, okay. dialogue talk show Well, all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hit, I Really Want You, by Taylor Pace. Take a listen.
Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Denise Lang. Our special guest with us this morning is Yancey, your hostess. For this morning's discussion question, can friends have sex and remain friends? As we've had a lot of discussion this morning. I think I have Christy on the line. I hope I have this right because I'm calling somebody the wrong name. If not, Christy, is that you? Yes, it is. Hey, how you doing, Queen? For all my long-time listeners, everybody knows Christy. Been two years hosting this thing with me. Now she's off on to bigger and better things, doing her com- comedy career. But if you will, Queen, thank you for calling and give us your three cents on this morning's discussion. Good morning, everybody. Okay. So Good morning. Hey, ladies. Oh, oh my God, you guys are killing it. I'm really loving your perspectives and opinions, <laughs> Montoya. I am also really enjoying your input and your acquiescence when the ladies are saying something that rings true for you. I really like, you know, that we're able to like come, you know, together and there's not like this combative energy. So that's so beautiful. I just want to compliment you guys on that first. Um, Thank you. And, uh, so this whole concept was something that really almost destroyed me because for years I believed that men and women could be friends. Like I lived and died by this belief and, and then I had some guys that I thought were my friends, and they took advantage of an opportunity and tried to, like, you know, push our friendship into something more, into something sexual. One of them was married, and it just really devastated me because it just really, really destroyed my whole belief about our ability to be just platonic friends with men. And I really wanted to believe in that. You know, I wanted that. I wanted mm-hmm. to just be able to have a guy that's a friend. And, you know, if you're married, if you're not married, I want to be able to have a friendship with your wife where she's not necessarily feeling uncomfortable or insecure or having to worry that there's anything going on with us. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really wanted that. And um, it seems like, you know, Chris Rock and Montoya and a lot of people are saying that for men, that's not a thing that they're ever really sold on. You know what I mean? Like they're not really looking for that. It seems like men have the inability have an inability to be a friend to a woman that they're not sleeping with. Because what I find is a lot of men will even they'll offer to help you, they'll offer to promote your career, they'll offer to do all kinds of stuff, but not only if you're willing to sleep with them, like. So I'm like, as a friend, as a woman, you know, we offer each other help. We try to build each other up and support each other, contrary to popular belief. And there's no expectation of that. And when we approach friendship with men, it's from that same perspective of, I want to do whatever I can to help you what's best for you. And men, I think, kind of tend to use sex as, like, a control thing. Like, oh, she's not going to do right unless I'm fucking her. She's not going to do right unless I'm laying it down. You know, she's not going to – it's like that pimp and you know, and um, I I think that ego is the biggest impediment to male female friendships because men see sex as a status thing, in my opinion, as well. Like they measure uh, manhood by what woman is willing to have sex with them, and what happens is so a lot of times, especially if it's a guy who's your friend and he sees you having sex with or involved with men who he sees as less than him, and then you turn him down oh, you just, like, crushed his whole manhood. Like, he's like, oh, no, I'm better than that nigga. She ain't trying to get with me. Then it's then it's a whole nother 
you're a horrible person and something wrong with you as a woman thing because you can't see the awesomeness in me that you won't give me a chance, but you're giving all these lames a chance. So there's like so much. Let me, let me jump in right here if I could, Chrissy, because I'm going to give you the flip side if you don't mind. Let me jump in right here. I want to give you the flip yeah. side of the mo- yeah, yeah, the moment that you just talked about. Um, there's a lot of credence to what you said. I'll give you know I'll give some other I'll talk about some other parts of it too. But the part you just said, obviously that's the ego version where somebody's like, oh you you know you're giving this guy a chance but you won't give me this chance. The other side is the nice guy who who's not gonna react like you just said, but he can continues to hang around in hopes that you will see all that he's been doing, that he's been there for you. Um, you know, maybe he may do this for like a lady who c- continues to pick quote unquote bad men, and he's just hoping that to a certain extent he gets. And again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying they're both on the, in the same vein. I just wanted to give the flip side that is not necessarily the man's always looking at. Oh, you're giving them a chance, but not me. The nice guy doesn't take that approach, but he unfortunately he kind of has the same mindset, even though he's nicer about it. And 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 for anybody out there listening, I'm just again, we're just giving honest and fair thoughts to this. Um, but I will say, let me say this. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. No, I, just, I just want to give that scenario as well. Go ahead, Christy. I'm sorry. Right. But that is bullshit to the same degree because his intentions, like he's pretending to be something else. You know what I mean? He's coming across. That's almost worse because you're coming across as a friend and as mm. a woman, as a person with a heart. I believe in our friendship, and you're still waiting in the wings for it to be something else, and that's, like, hurtful. You know, and and, and 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 more deceitful even than the guy who's at least coming forward and saying, "Hey, I, I, what's wrong now, with me? Why I can't get a shot?" You now, know, let me defend, the nice guy. Let me defend that on brother the, in the sense that he actually could love you though. Let me at least defend but it's still that brother from a in the fact that. Well, but it's not deceitful in the sense that he's, his his friendship is sincere. Again, I'm not. Again, I'm saying it can be because somebody could do that intentionally, be nice in the wings intentionally in a negative way. But for the person who really loves you, they, they're, they're acting, they, they're, they're allowing you to go out in that other situation because, you know, they know you haven't given that, given that chance. Them hoping they may eventually make that known. So I'm saying that one is not the same. Let's let, I, I want to be I, I definitely don't want to let you categorize somebody who really loves you as a friend who actually wants to have more. Eventually, you know, they better. They never. They definitely need to make that known. But they're not making it known while you're dating someone because they're just they're just there for you. So I don't think it's fair in that sense. Again, I'm not trying to battle you. I'm just saying I want to be careful that we don't put it in the exact same level. Is all I'm trying to say here. But go ahead, Queen. I think it's interesting. I, I, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Yasi. No, no, Yasi, you're oh, fine. Go ahead. So, so I did a post. Uh, Christy, so I know you don't know me so well, but my backstory is coming out of a 12-year marriage and hadn't dated before that. So I was learning everything, you know, in my mid-30s. And I was asking questions and asking questions because I was really curious about the male psyche, really wanting to understand. And people started answering very vulnerably. They were very transparent. The guys were. The women, they don't open up as much. The men just let it all hang out. And so over the past couple of years, I'm listening to the answers from the guys and I kind of came to the conclusion that she has, which is that men and women can't really be friends. And I went so far as do men enjoy women from a soul level? If I said, if sex were, that was the exact post I did. If sex were not an option in some, you know, distorted universe, 
sex was not an option, sex was not something that you could ever get from a woman, would you still want to be her friend? Would you want her in your life? And a lot of men said no. And it's interesting because I know with, and and I'm going a little far with this, but, you know, women are very sexualized in the media. Um, A lot of times we are looked at by what we can do for a man sexually, whereas I I do agree women can be friends with another woman and want nothing but her energy. Um, And women can want friendships with a guy and want nothing but his energy. But it does feel like a lot of times if a guy is a friend with a woman, it's either because he is attracted to her on some level and is hoping at some point to have a shot or he likes her and knows she doesn't have, he doesn't have a chance, but at least I can have friendship with her. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really seem like they value us as right. people. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. I don't know if every, if most men would admit to that, but I want to let Denise get in as well. Um, um, cause Denise, I will, let me put this out there. She's already said it in the beginning of the show. Um, she is actually, been one of those people that has been capable of doing the very thing that we're suggesting that most men and women cannot do. And I don't think our suggestion is, 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 is wrong. Like I, I will tell you, I am absolutely capable of doing it, but I learned it from having a best friend as a, 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 a woman as a best friend. Well, I guess a girl when we were young. And I, and that was my, in a sense, a longtime friend. So eventually um, and I know, you know, let me admit this. I started out, I loved her for three years. So for three years, I was being the nice guy I just described, right? And eventually, um, you know, accepted it, it just on the friendship level. So once it was just the friendship level, you know, having that relationship with her, in a sense, and again, I'm not trying to give myself credit here, but it definitely made me capable of having just on an energy level, I need feminine energy. But I, it, I only learned it because that's what my, our relationship kind of, I would say, devolved into because I wanted more for the first three years. We were kids. We were in middle school. And not to be dismissive, I don't even dismiss puppy love because it still feels like adult love to me. So, I, you know, I love yeah. that we eventually became friends, like very, you know, like like best friends to the extent that, you know, Godfather to the children and that kind of stuff. So, so it's definitely, and I know other men that are capable of doing it too, but I will agree with you and Christy that most of the time, it cannot be done. But again, Denise, I want you to jump in because I know you've done no, this before. I've done so we it definitely twice. need to hear your. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. We want to hear your insight. And so, um, and and I'm still friends with both both persons. And I have to admit, the first time around, um, when I was you know a lot younger, uh, we were friends. You know, we slept together, whatever. Um, and then we sort of separated because once I decided I want wanted a friendship from that person he didn't really, you know, he wasn't really with it, and he kind of, you know, strayed away. But I think we separated, and then we sort of still kept in touch, and then we kind of came back together as friends. And so um, there was a little bit of a separation between us, but we kept in touch sort of every now and then. And then the every now and then sort of fell into a friendship, and now, we're, you know, we're friends again. And then on the flip side, I've slept with someone who I stayed friends with, and I think we just kind of came to an agreement. And, and this wasn't about the sex, to be very honest with you. It wasn't about the sex. It just was about, you know, just at some point it started out where, you know, kind of like each other, whatever. And then you realize maybe we are not good in a relationship. But we have the greatest friendship because you are loyal, I'm loyal. We get along so well. But we just don't connect 
as far as a relationship is concerned. And so there sort of was a mutual agreement to um, the point that was said earlier that this is not really going to work out, but we have this amazing connection as friends. And so why would we just get rid of that just because we know we can't be in a relationship with each other? Why not keep the friendship? And that, you know, worked perfectly. And so I think to your point, like, there does have to be some sort of an agreement between both parties that, you know, even if it's sort of understated where, okay, look, I really like your friendship. Yeah, I really like your friendship. So let's keep this thing going as friends and let's disconnect from the sexuality part of it. And so if we can disconnect from that piece and commit to being friends, we can have this amazing friendship. Now I say that um, to say that, uh, many, many years ago, I had – I'm sorry, I'm, I should have said three times because I actually, when I was in my early 20s, had the same connection with someone. Uh, Denise, but, if you will, let me, let me, let's do that. Let's do that one on the back end of this break. I'll go to a quick okay, break. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, we all know what you come on. Right. And, um, Christy, we're going to keep you on for a second. I'll let you get one more coming after the break, and then we'll get some other callers as well. You're listening to the Mental Out Loud talk show. But all I ask is that you think we'll be right back. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways, every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Women keep platonic friends forever. Why? Because you never know. That's right. They give her the girlfriends every six months. What happened to Pam? She thinks she cute. But they keep them platonic friends forever. Why? Because you never know. What happened to Carol? I can't hang with her. But they keep them platonic friends forever. Why? Because you never know. You know what a platonic friend is to a woman? It's like a dick in a glass case. In case of emergency, break open glass. (laughs) Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Denise Lang and special guest Yancy, your hostess. Can friends have sex? And remain friends. As we hear another classic cut from one of my favorite comedians of all time, Chris Rock. Uh, but uh, Denise, you were finishing up with one other thought, and then we're going to go get. Right, Christy I was last saying, you know, that we'll there was a few talk. years ago that I did have a friendship that I did that we could that I couldn't keep. And so, um, while I've had you know a couple that have worked out, I have had some that you know we couldn't come up with. We couldn't. We weren't on the same page. You know, and so as much as I really wanted to hold on to friendship, you know, the other person in that relationship couldn't do it because for them it was too difficult. So I think, you know, that, you know, one of the key factors that, you know, that we keep reiterating is that there has to be some sort of a mutual agreement between both parties. And both of you have to realize that you can never engage in that sexual activity again because I think sometimes we make the mistake where we'll say, okay, let's be friends, and then, you know, maybe you had one too many to drink or, you know, you have that emotional breakdown. Mm-hmm. We've been single for a long time. That other person's been single for a long time, and you're looking <laughs> real good again. And then you engage into the sexual, and it becomes very confusing. 
And so now you don't know whether you're friends or lovers. What are you? You know what I mean? So I think that you have to stick to your guns when you decided that I'm not, you know, we're not going to have a sexual relationship. We're just going to be friendship. I think you have to stand by it because if you don't, then it doesn't work out. Sounds good. Chris, I'm going to give you, I know you, I know you said this has devastated you and you, you know, wish we could go deeper into it, but I'll let you give us a final thought before we get to some other comments. Um, okay. Thank you. I, I I want to comment on what Denise said because one of the things she was talking about is guys that she's had sex with and then became friends. And I think my belief with that is, in order to be friends with a man, you have to get the sex out of way out of the way. And that either happens like with you, where you spend years and years of not having sex, and then you kind of finally just be like, you know what, I still like you as a person, and you maintain friendship, or you have sex with him. And you convince the guy that, you know, this isn't a good idea. The sex isn't really where we're at or we don't have that kind of relationship. And sometimes you can be friends. But I think the other thing, the the perspective I was speaking of initially was from a not having sex with a guy perspective Mm -hmm. and then trying to be friends. And that how that, that, like we keep saying, they're always waiting in the wings hoping for an opportunity to pounce from a sexual aspect while calling you a friend. And I think what Yoshi said, I, think you're, I hope I'm not messing up your name, but yeah, there yeah, was so yeah, much, yeah. there's so much, yeah, what you said was a mouthful and it's exactly what I've been experiencing in interviewing and talking to men as well with regard to them not really connecting to women on a soul level or even seeing value in women if sex is not an option or not on the table, it seems that men just don't see the value in a woman that is not uh, somebody that they're pursuing from a sexual perspective at some point. And that, that, uh, that's thank the you part for your that time. Oh, oh sorry. You know? Right. Like, no, no, no. That's, yeah, I think that's very fair. That is very fair. Thank you for your thoughts. For all those that are out there listening, if you want to get on like Christy, you do have to press one to let us know that you want to speak on this morning's discussion. Christy, thank you for your amazing three cents. As always, thank, thank you for you. continuing to support, uh, you know, even though you're off to bigger and better things. Appreciate you, Queen. And it is possible. I will say this. It's possible. I've had a friend who was amazing, and, you know, it was just frustrating because it's like, man, you have that that trust. They've they've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and I remember this one point we just said, all right, let's see if something's there, and not from a sex perspective, but just kissing, you know, like let's see, let's just get this out of the way. And it was like, <laughs> nope, I feel like I'm kissing my brother, you know. And then bringing right back to being friends, <laughs> you know, I desperately wanted it to. Be, I mean, because we've all all women, we've all had that really, really, really good guy friend. I've had a few in my lifetime where they were just amazing. And if I could take a pill and make myself be sexually attracted to them, I would do it in a heartbeat because I've seen their character. I've seen their highs, their lows. There's that vulnerability there. But by golly, you just can't make (laughs) your body do what your body doesn't want to do. You know, life, life, why are you so difficult? I'm telling you, ooh, I would be rich if I could connect that. You know, but I've had that where, you know, we've, we've tried it and I have been friends, but it's, it's been a testament to the guys, the guys being able to uh, keep their feelings um, in check and be respectful of me. And to the point where they genuinely are my friend, like I can call them and talk about the date I went on the night before, or they can translate for me. What is this? I mean, we're really, really friends. 
Um, and so I think that's a testament to, to them. But again, I think guys are better at that. I think guys are better at managing their emotions. I think that men and women are equal in the sense of worth, but we are definitely different when it comes to our makeup and our strengths and our weaknesses, because I can say all I want that I'm going to try to control my emotions. But if I like you, I am not trying to hear you analyze the date and, and talk about how beautiful <laughs> she missed me with that. <laughs> I'm cool. I don't even want to be your Facebook friend. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't I'm in my Don't call you for no pointers. <laughs> yeah, you don't want no mm-hmm. pointers. I'm not coming no to the wedding. I'm not wishing you well. I'm not wishing you, you know, badly either, but I'm, I need to just bye. <laughs> nah, I'll be you. over there. Yeah, something that Christy said. Yeah, something that Christy said that was very, very poignant is, and this is, and because I've you know, I already told you about my best friend, you know, for a lot of years ago when I was younger or whatever, and we and we kissed once, almost, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. And again, that was in the first year. I was just madly in love with her as a kid, right? And so obviously I grew out of that, matured, and we became great friends. But I also think Christy made a great point. Um, in a sense, there have been situations like what Christy said. You got the sex out of the way, and then the friendship became everything that y'all are talking about. You know, it's never going to be mm-hmm. explored again, you know, that kind of thing. So I definitely have even been that, you know, again, I'm capable of doing it anyway just because of my first best friend. I, I realized when I got to college, I'm like, okay, I'm able to do this, but I realized it was because, if, you know, as, when you're young, typically your best friend is the same sex. So I I, learned, I had to I analyze myself to say because I had this sincere relationship with this young lady, you know, it taught me how to value. And, again, I'm not trying to give myself credit here. I'm just saying that was the reality that took place, and I think it's, I have to give that credit to that original relationship. So, therefore, I've been capable of doing, but I'm willing to admit most men are not. And, again, I'm not trying to set myself aside, but I learned from that point. We actually have another caller that wants to jump in. Let's get to the caller. Area code 678, last three, four, zero, zero. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion question. Morris, your boy, E-R-G-J, back in the house on the Mr. Dialogue Live Talk Show. I can't believe I got in. Oh, man, how we get Evan back to back? You too busy. <laughs> you usually too busy for us, King. Back to back weekends. I'm loving this. Go ahead, King. What you got for us? Man, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. mean, this is an interesting conversation. I think it, uh, you know, I, the, the question, answer to, my answer to the question is yes, as long as there's understanding. Like, uh, especially, I think, as you get older. Um, I think for... Mm-hmm. I would just say, say for me. I mean, as I got older, sex isn't just is just is not is just not as important. Um, I think right. as you get older, you start to value other things. But to have a a friend with benefits, or even women, they're talking about men. They, I'm pretty sure they got men that may not just be interested in women, gay men, stuff like that that you can have friends with. But you know, I think that it's just about understanding. If I go into a, a friendship. And we liking each other, but we realize, now nah, we ain't trying to do it like that. We ain't trying to have a long-term thing, but we cool. We trust each other. And, shoot, we want to take care of each other sexually every now and then. We do that. So, so yeah, I think that I think that having sex and being friends can be can be done if that's what the desire is and it's understood on both parties. It all comes, all relationships come down to communication. And then right. once, that's, uh, once, that's, uh, once that's understood, you know, obviously you're going to have some where it's just like, well, I said this, but that's not what I really meant. Well, obviously that ain't a real good friend anyway. They ain't telling the truth. They ain't being honest. So, um, oh, that's a clear. Yeah, that's a, absolutely, that's a perspective. And <laughs> hey, let me let me ask you this real quick, Evan. I'll let you, the um the guests, um, Denise and um, Yancey, if y'all have questions for Evan, y'all can jump in as well. Um, but Evan, here's here's a quick question. 
when I when I looked at again, I'm researching, preparing for the show, that type of thing, or whatever. And we we hear the concept of friends with benefits. What I what when I think of that, I think that is typically not always, but I think that is typically a situation where two people, two adults, agree to enter from the start in that manner. Do you think it's a little different if you if somebody that you've been friends with for a long time and now you attempt to bring it in like that's not a friends with benefit situation is we've been friends for a long time now we're going to explore the actual sexual do you see those as different because I think those play out a little different just from the research that I saw but I just want to hear your thoughts on that real quick I mean it could play out differently but I mean let's not kid ourselves all my friends come with benefits it's just a matter of what they are I got some friends I can talk to about stuff some friends okay. I can't I got some people I go to the club with some people I can't so I got I got I got benefits with all of my friends but if I've if I if you've been a friend with, I mean, when you make a friendship or you make a relationship, there's something there's typically something that you want out of it. You, you see somebody like man, they're valuable, whatever that value is. Like man, I really want to, you know, I like hanging around them or whatever. So there may still be some type of attraction of some sort, even if it's not even if it's not physical. It could be that they really that you they mm-hmm. really turn you on in your mind. They really turn you they really make you feel good. So, so whatever reason it is to be around people, whoever that is, male or female, but obviously we're talking about the male-female uh, dynamic here, uh, it's some type of benefit you're getting out of it. Or you probably wouldn't do it. I mean, let's just be real. Oh, you probably wouldn't I hear you talking, but I'm not. Yeah, sure. yeah let, me, let, me, let, me, let me real quick, Denise, real quick, because I got another caller. I'm gonna we're gonna let y'all respond. Um, thank you so much. That's a brilliant three cents, in my opinion. Um, a, kind of slightly a different perspective on how we look at even the things that we're saying here. Go ahead, Denise. Thank you so much, Evans, for your three cents. Yeah, Go I'm ahead, saying, Denise. Jump like, in. I'm sorry. Most, men, this. most mm-hmm. men that most men that would meet women initially, there's very few men that are going up to an ugly chick or a chick that he thinks is ugly oh, and is going to oh, say to themselves, "Yeah, at some point, I'm going to be friends with them." Like most men that meet women, there is an initial attraction. There is. Not too many men out there that are going to go up to a woman and talk to her and think to themselves, okay, there's an initial attraction. I'm not going to sleep with her. We're probably going to be friends. Y'all are all about I'm meeting her. I'm going to try to get with her. Kind of like what the the joke said earlier. You know, that's kind of your initial. And then somehow down the road, it usually is the female that's like, I want to be friends and not want to have this sexual relationship. There's very few men making that decision in any relationship with a female saying, I'm the one that wants to be the friends. I ain't trying to get with her no more. Like, yeah. I I think, let me me throw in this real quick. Let me throw this real quick. I think what you're saying can be fair, again, when you're talking about necessarily the approach to a woman or whatever. But the friends, I think where, I think I'll give credence to what Evan's saying just from the sense, in the sense of, however you develop any friendship. So, you know, so you would, so there are women we would develop friendships with that we were never attracted to. So I just think he's just saying in general, all relationships have some type of benefit. And again, I've never thought of it from that perspective. So I think it's fair in the sense that I don't think he's talking about just when we approach women. I don't think he was even going there. He's I like talking about said. how any friendship, yeah, how any friendship develops. You know, why would you be basically? I almost him saying, "Why would you be friends if there's no benefit?" You know, in the friendship, whatever that benefit is, and he just mentioned, you know, intellectually, you know, that type of thing. So I, you know, I definitely have. Again, so I don't think he's just talking about strictly approaching, but that's still a good point, um, Denise. Go ahead, Yance. Let me get you back in as well. I'm sorry. I I love what he said. I had a a woman, and and I the older I get, the more I love people who are just straightforward and direct, and you know, let everyone make a decision based on truth. But I, I met somebody actually through social media, 
and she really liked my energy and I liked hers and I love it because she said something about um I think we were talking about using people or something and she said look she said everybody is using somebody on some level it's all about whether or not it's mutual so you know you might feel like somebody is um not again not speaking sexually like you said but you might feel like somebody can help you with your career somebody else might just like your energy because you you uplift them i definitely think that there is something that we get from every relationship otherwise we wouldn't extend the energy in being in their lives um but you know you just hope it's not for manipulative purposes or that the person's not being right. false in their energy but like i love how he put it so so clearly <clears throat> that with anything any relationship it's all about communication so if you go in there i think where the issue is is when someone lies to you or when someone we got about 30 seconds stuff. before a break so i don't know if, if it was a long time i'll let you finish it on the back end i just want to kind of let you know no that was that. it Sorry about that. Okay, perfect. perfect, no, that's perfect. Okay. That was, that All right, we're at the top of the hour. Now right, we're at the top of the hour. We're gonna play a little music as we typically do for this um, top of the hour break. We'll be right back and continue this amazing conversation with can ha- can friends have sex and remain friends? Um, first three four seven eight, last three three zero three. We will get you coming out of the break. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. But all I ask is that you think. I'm not trying to question you. Just can't stop thinking about you. What if we did? What if? Is that like the end of the world or something? Certainly not. Why shouldn't we be able to do that once in a while if we want to? I know. I mean, really, what is the big deal? We go in there, we're in there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) It's not complicated. It's almost stupid if we didn't. It's more robotic. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Denise Lang. And our special guest calling from out of California up early this morning with us is Yancey, your hostess. Can friends have sex and remain friends? We actually have a couple callers. I think Christy's trying to get back in. Let's go to the next caller and see what they have to give us their three cents on this morning's discussion. Area code four seven eight last three three zero three. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. Peace fam, how's it going? It's uh Sincere calling out of Atlanta, Georgia. What's up, Sincere? Thirty love laws in the house. Good morning. Go ahead, King, what you got for us? Peace, brother. Uh, uh this is one of the topics I speak about uh, often with singles or married couples in the relationship coaching space. And uh, uh, can two people coexist with sex being in the middle? Absolutely, they can. But it depends on what that sex means to each. Uh, does that sex mean that it's the bottom end of something greater? Is is in an intimate act or is it just an act all by itself? So that's 
that's one of the biggest uh, instances mm-hmm. that, that we'll find, that people have different definitions to what that sex means, and then it either muddies the waters or it's like, okay, well, we've done this, we've gotten past it, so what's next? Now nah, you're making a lot of sense, and that breakdown is actually critical. I think you gave us three different areas of breakdown. Um, and, and as I've been listening to Yancey, Denise, and all the callers, and even hearing you sincere break it down so succinctly, and I think that is a fair breakdown of what that sex actually could mean to two people, almost regardless of whether they're trying to be friends or even in a relationship. Again, it comes down to those three areas. Uh, I like those, you know, the way you lay it out. Uh, what I want to kind of share with, share, say to you, and I want to hear your thoughts, and then we'll go back to Beyonce and Denise, is as I'm listening to people kind of conclude, you know, like as we said, with the proper communication that it can be done, but you said a word, muddy the waters. When you get involved in something, this thing we call sex, making love, whatever you want to call it, it is typically a powerful act that is prone to muddy the waters almost in a lot of cases, despite what you intended, even in your communication, we've seen it go awry because, as you just said, sincere, it may end up the act itself could move it to another one of those other areas, even though there was an original intention. So that's where I think it, the muddying is a lot more than it doesn't. What are your thoughts on that, sincere? Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, I find that more times than not. And it's it's uh, that's where there needs to be some type of agreement or standard set to where, hey, if I'm starting to feel this kind of way based on the act, then we need to readdress and then decide, okay, whether we're going to keep this going or whether or not we're better off cutting our losses so somebody doesn't get hurt in the process. Y'all see any thoughts on Kassir's, um response to that or anything he had to say? I, I agree with him, and I think that's where yeah. um, being being honest with yourself comes in because uh, a lot of times people think that they're up for something, but they're really not when it comes down to it. Um, and like I was saying earlier, for me, sex sex is an extension of connection that's happened in the soul. Um, it's not just some piece that's floating by itself, but to somebody else, it can be detached from that. Um, and so everything is better when it's attached. So if, if one person has an expectation of this is an extension of a relationship or this is a progression and it's bringing us closer so that we can be more intimate outside of the bedroom, that is going to be a recipe for the disaster. But if both people are able to identify it as just an itch being scratched, you know, it's as simple as going out to eat together. We both got our meals, both satisfied <laughs> and we go our separate <laughs> ways. But yeah, I think everyone's kind um, of in agreement yeah. that it's all about communication. It's about uh, Denise, communication. Again, uh, I, I don't know too many women. Yeah. I don't know too many women, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm sure there's a, a few of them out there, but there are very few women that um, engage in great sex or have a great sexual relationship with any person and is able to sort of separate that and say, uh, if he gets with another girl... <laughs> while I'm having this great sexual relationship with him, I can still be friends with him. Because there's always going to be that, oh, man, now I don't have him anymore. That way, I, you know, and I'm, and, and to your point earlier, it's, you know, can I be that person that says, that hears about now how he's having a great sex life with someone else, 
when I was engaging sexually with him up until the point he met that person, and now we just have to be friends. So that's the agreement we came across. Mm. And so I think that's very that's difficult. That's a good point. You know, women are yeah, emotional. Very much. So to now say, right, so right. you have sex with you this week, and to hear next week that you met this girl that you really like, and then two weeks later to hear you get on the phone, you know, come on the phone with me and say, man, me and her just got, you know, got together. And we, you know, it was, a, it was the bomb diggity, and I want you to help me pick out a Valentine gift for her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you, Denise. Let me jump in real quick. Let me jump in real quick, Denise. Let me jump in real quick. It, it wouldn't happen that way. You know, we would just make it known that we're not going to continue our relationship because now I have this other person. I'm not saying that's okay, but we're definitely not going to go that hard with you. But you still make an amazing point, and I want to ask you something about that amazing point. You're basically saying if he's putting it down. So here's the situation. I want to hear Sid's thoughts on this, um, but I want to kind of just lay out the scenario you just gave us. I want to hear Sid's thoughts first, and then I'll come back to you, Denise. So he's putting it down, but y'all have communicated up front, just like, you know, straightforward, like Evan mentioned in the, you know, past hour. So everything's straightforward, and y'all are rocking along. Y'all understand that, hey, we just scratch each other's itch. But as you said, he's putting it down. What, what, what I'm hearing, Denise, again, I'm a bit sincere, and I'll come back to you, is, well, if that is the case, unbeknown to you almost is when he decides to move on is when you become aware of this is no longer him just scratching my itch because I love the way he puts it down. Sincere, any thoughts on that before I let you go? Mm, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've <laughs> seen that a few times uh, myself, and this is uh, – this is where the communication is really vital. And then you get into the two individuals. Okay, is somebody really playing a game? If Are they hanging on because of the convenience factor? Or, or is somebody uh, really feeling a person more so than the sex? And they're using the sex as a cover-up. Right. So, so there's, yeah. there's, there's different elements that adds to the circumstance that you have to be very clear about or – it can wreck the relationship itself. Now, nah, thank you for your three cents. We got some other callers out there as well. Denise, I'll let you respond back to that as well. But thank you so much, Sincere, for your amazing three cents once again. No surprise that you bring in. My audience is the smartest audience in all of radio. This is why we do it so well. Thank you, King. No doubt, brother. Peace and love. Absolutely. Go ahead, yeah, Denise. I think, Any I thoughts think, again? It's think, kind of your I situation. Good, I think he makes a good point. I think sometimes we are sort of in denial you know, where we can convince ourselves, you know, as women, even though it's the bomb, it's the bomb diggity, I'm going to be able to separate as soon as he gets with someone else. And I think that we never, you know, we never anticipate that he's going to, you know, finally meet someone else. I think that we just remain, say we can remain friends and this is, this is the greatest sex ever. And, you know, when he gets with someone, I'll be fine with it. But then when that person finally gets with that other person, it's not that you want to have a relationship with him because you've already established in your mind that you don't want to have a relationship with him, that it is a, just a great sexual relationship and a friendship, mm-hmm. but you just can't fathom right. the idea of him sleeping with someone else because once he starts sleeping with someone else, you've lost that piece of that friendship. And so that's very difficult. I don't know that. Yeah, it becomes that emotional do. part that Yancey spoke about. And, and let me throw this out as well. This, what we're talking about now, I mean, Yancey, I want to see if you, if you see this angle. This ends up being almost the flip side of what Christy mentioned in the previous hour from this standpoint, where, you know, when I kind of laid out to Christy that, you know, even the nice guy who could really love you is not necessarily ill intent, 
uh, or whatever. And you know, from you know, she said, you know, slight from a perspective, it's you know, it's, it's it's quite possible that it is ill intent and it's not fair to the woman per se. Um, but this scenario, which I think could happen for the male or female, what we just said, obviously we were putting it in the female's in the woman's context from the standpoint of if you know if she, when he moves on or whatever. But that can go either way. And so what I what I the angle that I'm hearing when I hear this this example is so even in you trying to be honest and communicate if these feelings have you know maybe they're there you don't know it and not to, to the su- surface for you mentally then when that moment happens the other person can assume you had ill intent from the beginning when in actuality you're having to speak to these feelings that came about us been known to you and so now it goes awry because the person assumes you had different intent from the beginning, and in all, in all reality, this powerful sexual act brought about brought about emotions that were that were different than you were able to communicate. If that makes sense, do you see that angle? Because that's what I'm hearing. The the, the risk of all yeah. of this is. Go ahead, Queen. And it, it definitely is a risk. That's that's the best way to describe it. And you have to go into it knowing that you're taking a risk. It could go really really badly. <laughs> um, but I think that I think that it's always difficult when two people don't want the same thing. So in this hypothetical situation, even if emotions haven't gotten attached, you don't want the person as your boo, your bae, you might have gotten hooked on the good, the good, good, you know. So if you if you know every time you have a need, because a lot of people want to be re- much, uh, responsible adults. They don't want to be smashing everything you know, different guy every week. And so sometimes it it could be nice to have that consistent, you know, good (laughs) there. And, um, you know, you know, it's the same person. You guys have an agreement. You might even say we'll be exclusive with each other. You know, I know you're not going to be out there while, and I'm not going to be out there while, and there's too many STDs to worry about. We know we're going to use protection, whatever. It could be a nice ideal situation. It could be actual friends with benefits, but there is that chance. There is that chance that one of the one of the two people finds somebody that they connect with mentally, emotionally, and physically, and they have to move on. And it is a loss. It's not an emotional loss, but it's a physical loss um, because if you have that that physical compatibility, now you don't get your 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 um, your fix anymore, and um, and that could be frustrating. You know, I think that's that's the thing about relationships that is so scary, at least for me, is that you cannot control the other person. You cannot. You can't control whether they fall out of love. You can't control if they end up liking somebody else. You can't control if they go into a depression and stop being the same person that they are, even if it's not an outside person changing it. You know, we as humans, not to go into this dissertation, but we're so volatile on our own, and then you put us with another person and now their volatility becomes my volatility you know it's there's so many factors so it's it's difficult when you're dependent on another human being for something that you need fulfilled whether it's an emotional fulfillment a physical fulfillment or a combination of the both in a you know in a committed relationship it can be difficult um but i think the way that you could salvage the situation as best as possible is if you wean the person, you know, hey, just giving you a heads up, I met someone that they piqued my interest. Okay, I'm checking back in. This seems like it's developing. I think it would be awkward if 
you know, you guys are going along and to the one person, it seems like everything's peachy keen and you don't find out until you go to initiate and they're like, ah, nah, I can't do it anymore. Right. You know, and now you're mid, you know, you horny and you're, you know, you're mid expectation <laughs> and you find out, but right. if they're truly your friend, yeah, they're tough. not going to wait until we just it. Outside, I got to go to another break. So, uh, but now, nah, now nah, you're making some um, strong points. And I want to dig more into this idea of risk when we keep saying some stuff that we're saying it can be done, you know, and then you're giving your personal reasons why you don't do it, Yonsky, or whatever. But that risk is big, and I want to talk about how society is kind of jumping out there and handling that risk. I got another caller that wants to get in on the line as well. So let's go to break. We'll come back with the caller and dig a little deeper into this discussion. Can friends have sex and remain friends? We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. Hey, where did you get that hat and t-shirt? I like that. Oh, I got this at moneymotivation.com. It's fresh, right? Yes, and I love the message on it, too. You are the hustle, huh? That's what the shirt says. I am the hustle. They embody the entrepreneurial spirit, and what I like the most, it's more than a brand. It's a lifestyle for those who want to put in the work and expect to have the final things in life. I also follow them on Instagram. Check this post out. If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong? Or how about this one? Excuses made $0 an hour. I like those. What's their IG? At moneymotivation.co. But do they have any ladies gear? Yes, you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. And everywhere I be, be. I don't even talk. If your woman got platonic friends, that's who she'll be fucking when you mess up. One of them guys you ain't even thinking about. Boy, she'd be crying on the shoulder. I can't believe this happened. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> that's right. It's going to happen to you. You know the next man to fuck your woman. You've met him. He's been in your house. He's ate your food. He's drank your wine. And he shall betray you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with special guest co-host Denise Lang and our special guest, Yancy, your hostess. Thank both of you queens for being with us. We actually have a caller that wants to get on the line before we jump into some of what Chris Rock talks about because we haven't got into that aspect of when you move on and how your significant other looks at your friends. So that is definitely a discussion we need to have, but let me get to this next caller. Area code six seven eight last three nine two seven. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning's discussion. What's good, man? Uh, Black African Power, man. I'm Raw Squad up. What's good, Montoya? How you doing? What's How you doing, brother? You? Always good to have you on, King. What you got for us this morning, man? So y'all having an excellent conversation. Um, I just like to add. Uh, I always like to add uh, scientific to the conversation. And so basically, Absolutely. what y'all Let's talking do. about is one of the most powerful driving forces in the lives of human beings, and that's sex. There is no force more powerful than that, because without it, we extinct and die out. There will be no more humans. And so this is part of the evolutionary process. And so sex, they call it sexual selection. It's a mechanism within evolution. And so when you talk about having sex, it's faceless. It's, we're going to do that regardless. 
Now, over time, people have tried to put different mechanisms in place, like, say, the church, where they say you can't have no sex because that's what Christian York was doing a lot of times, right? That's when you get the Catholics and all that, where the Catholic nuns and all that, and then you see the dysfunction that comes out the other end of that. And then you have people trying to put things in place where you just have sex with everybody. I think the part that y'all are missing, the friend part. As a matter of fact, that's who you're supposed to have sex with. Is your daggone friend. Because the friendship is the glue that keeps you together. And so we kind of living in a little bit uh, a twisted culture where, you know, maybe you shouldn't have sex with your friends. Well, you absolutely should have sex with your friends because it's the glue that keeps you together. Because actually, sex is, is faceless. But it's the friendship that has bonded humans together since Homo sapiens sapiens came on the planet about a thousand years. It's the friendship that you find in all cultures, whether you're in Russia, whether you're in Africa, South Africa, East Africa, you'll find, right, based on the studies, that it's the friendship that separates us. That that communism that makes us stay together. Uh, hey, brother, man, uh, real quick, brother, well. let me, let me, let me, let me, brother, uh, real quick. I need you to, I'm going to have Denise respond to some of what you said already. I want you to call back in because we're losing you on this last part, and I know if I'm not hearing you, the audience is not hearing you. So just call right back in. You know the process. I'm going to let Denise, if you will, you can respond to what you initially heard from Brother Unc because for those that don't know, Amara Squad, they they take a very scientific approach to everything. So I always appreciate this King's insight to anything that we're talking about. But go ahead, um, Denise, and uh, we'll get Brother Unc back in when he calls it. So he's saying that you're supposed to have sex with your friends. We're not saying that you're not supposed to have sex with your friends and that your friends should not be the person you have a relationship and have sex with. Because ideally, as I stated a little earlier, ideally that's who you want to have in a relationship. That's who you initially want to have to be your partner for life. You want your best friend is the person that you sleep with and ultimately be your partner for life. But in many cases, that's not the case. So we're saying, can you still be friends with a person who's not going to be your partner for life? For whatever reason, you have not connected in that way, but you still want that friendship. And the answer for most of us is, yes, we can still do it. So we're not saying that you shouldn't have sex with your friend. Yes, you should have sex with your friend if that's the person you want to be your partner in life. Yes, you should have your best friend as the person you sleep with. But on the flip side, if you have a friendship that's an amazing friendship, can you have sex with that amazing friendship and still and, and still embody this amazing friendship between the two of you, or is it impossible? And we're saying that in some cases it is, and some cases it can't be done because it really depends on, you know, the communication and the relationship that you have with each other. So we are not saying that you yes. shouldn't have sex with them. No, I got you. Yancy, I'll get you back. I won't let Yancy respond to what she had actually heard, and then you can finish your thought. Go ahead, Yancy. Yeah, I I definitely think that there should be a friendship there, uh, you know, not with all your friends. <laughs> That's not going to be the glue for all your friendships, I hope. Um, but, yes, there should be a friendship. I think that when you jump into sex initially, uh and you don't have that there, it could make for a very awkward situation, both physically and emotionally. Um, I think that it's interesting. This is this is going to take you a little bit left, uh, but there are a lot of studies that have been done about women and being able to climax and truly enjoy sex, and a lot of the studies have found that it's all about uh, emotions for women. And so mm-hmm. I think that if we 
focus more on the friendship, you know, what he was talking about having that foundation of friendship, I think that it would actually make for way better sex uh, because you can trust that person and, you know, trusting someone will definitely affect how you guys are in bed together as well. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it is important to have that, that foundation of friendship. I will give him that. Right. Let me jump in real quick, Uncle, and then you can finish. Um, okay. The thing that I heard, okay. again, this is, because, this is what we heard initially because the phone went out. We couldn't hear the last part of your thoughts. So we're going to let you get back in. But what you said that was very, very brilliant, and I think, Denise, you made a great point just kind of distinguishing, in a sense, what the intent of our show is today. So I think you made a good point there. Uh, what I hear when Brother Unk mentioned the idea that in today's society that we, to a certain extent, have had this twisted is, the, in my opinion, the most brilliant point he's made up until this point. Again, he makes some other things. Brilliant because it actually puts on his head the idea how we as a society engage in sex, which, in generally speaking, in today's time, at least in Western society, it is this idea of, you know, we go out to where, you know, you know, especially when we're young and full of hormones, we go out maybe to the club and that kind of thing, wherever you meet someone. And to a certain extent, we end up, based on what he's saying, we typically end up having sex with people that we don't know that well or we've only known for a little while. And he's just saying, at least what I'm hearing him say, is in a sense we have this whole idea twisted, and that's kind of having an issue in society because for the most part, Generally speaking, we are engaging in sex with people that we don't know. But, you know, but you know, if it's the situation Denise laid out where you end up mating with your best friend, which is what we all want for those who want to be in love and be in those relationships, um, I th- you know, you and Uncle are actually in agreement there. I don't think he's saying anything different than that. But he is kind of putting society on the head. That's how I hear it for the way that we engage, which is typically without a deep level of friendship. Brother Uncle, I'll let you jump back in right there. Uh- yeah, I think you did an excellent job of kind of summarizing my point. That's exactly what I was trying to say. And so the, the thing is that we end up having baby mothers that we really wasn't friends with. We end up getting married to people. And we're like, man, we ain't even fucking friends. And so that's the point. It, it, it's the friendship, like the lady said, that actually helps you climax. If you have the best sex with your best friend. That's the point. And, and see, it's a it's become a cultural thing. Or oh, ignore your friend. We ain't going to be just friends or this, that, and the other. But the truth is, that's what makes humans almost exclusive in the animal kingdom. Because we are animals, and all animals have sex. See, that's the point. All animals. What separates us? So you have certain, you got whales that do the same thing. They have friendships, long partnerships. And you got certain primates that have long friendships. You feel me? Long partnerships, right? But, but that's really mm-hmm. exclusive to us. And, of, and, and certain other mammals I just mentioned. So the key element for African-Americans is to develop a goddamn friendship which bonds the sex together, and we learn this through scientific literacy and the study of sex, which is sexual selection and evolution. I just kind of want to give you all that because we can always stay up on our game. You know what I'm saying? Scientific literacy. It's really the study of human behavior and human life. Hey, that's why we always love the perspective, brother. I know you're always going to bring it. We appreciate the three cents this morning. Excellent. I appreciate you. Uh, Absolutely. And so let's, yeah, I think Brother Up brings an amazing point to the table. Uh, I think we kind of see what he's saying, and it's a great point. I think, again, I think it challenges society in how we even go about our relationships. And, you know, I'm always 
again, if you even listen to the um, commercial about mental dialogue, you know, we do these discussions with the idea of improving our overall culture and community. And so when you think about what he just said, if we were willing to look at it, you know, as he said, from that standpoint, then it would change how we get into relationships and especially sexual relationships. And then it would avoid some of the, in my opinion, it would avoid some of the dysfunction that we're experiencing that makes it difficult for us to come together. Uh, you, you know, Yancey, you talked about why you're doing your podcast is to, you know, get on the same page. And in my opinion, if we were to understand some of what Brother Unk saying, it might change our outlook on how we, again, get into these relationships and change some of this dysfunction. Right. So, again, very valid point. You know, very valid point. Um, to explore what Chris Rock said at the at the break, I just want to bring that and hear y'all thoughts on this. Is the idea of okay, you moved on, you you were you know you were capable of having the friendship remain, and and you know even though y'all were having sex, but now you're at the point where you're moving on to another relationship or looking to get married. And as you hear Chris Rock said, that's always a concern for a lot of people when they ask that question. You know, who is this opposite sex friend? That is always in the back of the brain, typically the back of the mind for most people entering a relationship, you know, that concept of did you ever have a sexual relationship because the fear is that will be the very person, as, as Chris Rock said, that will be the next person. As he said, she sleeps with, but that goes both ways, and he's, you know, either way that he sleeps with. So that is always a concern. So how does that factor into this morning's discussion question? Yeltsin, we'll start with you. Actually, Ooh, Yeltsin, I just realized talking about – yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. I just realized I'm up against a break, and I don't want to cut you off. So I'm going to go to the last – this is our next, uh, next to last break. Let me go to it early and have you answer that coming out of break. How about that? Okay. All right. You're listening to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. Where all I ask is that you think. We'll be right back. Square Business Entertainment brings you their latest hit. I Really Want You by Taylor Pace. Take a listen. Entertainment. They are also rewarding their fans with a new release every 30 days. Here's another one by Taylor Pace. Love can't define this. Love can define this. Can capture all your sweetness and your kindness. Love can define this. We're crippled and love would only blind us. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, special guest co-host, Denise Lane, as well as special guest, Yancy, your hostess. For this morning's discussion question, can friends have sex and remain friends? For all of you that are on the line, you need to press 1 to let us know that you want to speak. If you're online listening, the number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, you will need to press 1 to let us know that you want to speak. Go ahead, Yancy. I kind of gave you a mouthful of a a question there um, in reference to how this plays out after, in a sense, you no longer having sex with your friend, how it plays out for a lot of couples. So if you will, go ahead and give us your thoughts on that, Queen. So I was thinking, uh, talking about the risk 
um, one of the things that's an issue, let's just say you guys manage it fine and your friendship stays intact because you had such a great uh, friendship. But let's fast forward and say one of you guys or both of you guys end up in a very healthy relationship with somebody else. That's something that I, let's say I'm the new woman, I'm going to take issue with. I'm very territorial. Some people call it jealousy. I I call it territorial because jealousy, I think, is when you're concerned about your relationship, you know, the person that you're with um, going somewhere else. I think territory is more about respect. I don't know that I would be comfortable being in a relationship with a guy who had a friend that he had sexual history with. I'm not saying it's impossible. It would all depend on the energy that they had currently. I'd have to see them both together and and feel comfortable in that. But my point is that's a risk that people run. If they have come to this agreement and they're really, really, really good friends, there's a possibility that in order to make their new person comfortable, they're going to have to say goodbye to that person. Um, Because most people, you know, they're used to people falling back into their comfortable ways or they're wondering, okay, when when we're going somewhere and you guys are are off, are you going to slip back into it? Until you've built that trust, there's a good possibility that that friend is going to be off limits out of respect to that new person and you might have to let a friendship go. So that's part of, I think, what other people think about when they they say, hey, do we want to risk you know, ruining a good friendship, it might not be that you guys can't work it out. It might be that it's going to be uncomfortable for a future bay down the road. So those are my three cents as you, as you put it. (laughs) Denise, you've been through this very thing. So if you will, Queen, bring that to the table. I think it's very appropriate at this point. Yeah. So in many cases, you're correct. It it won't work out. Um, Especially when it comes to, I think for women, um, in, in some cases, you, you made a good point. You said that, you know, you can sort of analyze, see what their relationship looks like, see if she's flirty or, you know, if she really is trustworthy. But on the flip side, um, from, from when, a, when a guy is in a relationship, sometimes we have women that are able to dictate, you know, right away um, to their, their, their husband-to-be or their boyfriend, look, I'm, I'm not going to have a relationship with you if you stay friends with this person because you've slept with them. And I have actually had a situation where I was friends with someone for 10 years and they cut me off completely because their, you know, yeah. new uh, wife just couldn't fathom, the, you know, the idea of me being friends with him because I had slept with him. And so it, I, I, I think in this case it really just depends on the person because some of us women, we can tolerate it, and some of some and some of us women will be more thinking like every time we sleep with our guy, we're picturing this other chick that we know that he's friends with also sleeps with us. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it, it just it just really depends on the person, I think, in that case. Yeah. 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 Let me give y'all a, let me give a perspective on this. So there's a couple of perspectives in reference to this. So um, I've seen people pull it off. I got a friend, a friend, you know, friend. Um, she's pulling it off, and I'm not. I'm not. I know somebody I slept with, but um, I've seen her firsthand. Uh, like her best got like they were boyfriend and girlfriend. I think, uh, matter of fact, when they were in high school or whatever. And so I've literally watched her um, in kind of making the relationship with his wife, 
um, you know, just kind of decree. That's a, you know, that's a, that'll never be a concern to have with, you know, he and I or whatever. And I, and and when he went through some things with his family, he was still able to rely on his longtime friend, which he had become. And it's, and it was some years removed too. I think that always helps, right? When when you find out it was a lot of years ago, sometimes that definitely helps the new bay, as as you call, it, as you say, um, you know, see, maybe be more acceptable. Because if it definitely if it's recent, hell no, right? Like that's obvious. But but again, so that did help. This was some years ago. So I've definitely seen couples pull it off, which kind of goes to what the Denise point is. It, it um kind of depends on the the new bay, the person, if they're able to deal with it or not. Uh, what I will say, and this is just a thought because I have been capable of and, and been fortunate enough to do that as well, remain friends with someone that may have, maybe I had history with and, you know, or whatever, be cool. And what I've been able to do, and I don't have a relationship now, but what I've been able to do in my relationships when I've had, because I'm very, all my life, I definitely um, am able, as I've said earlier, and I like how you put it, you know, see, I, I think I don't know if I said it, I'm saying it exactly right, but I value women for your soul or whatever, however you put that, I like that term. And so I'm, I'm no, so I keep a wherever I've lived, uh, a sister that I can go and get perspective on. You know how am I? You know like to have to have those conversations. How, how what am I seeing wrong here? What, you know I'm seeing it only from a male point of view. So I've always needed and had those close friends. And so one thing that I'm adamant about is, and this is you know whether we've had a sexual relationship or not, but I am always adamant about is in a new relationship saying upfront. Here's my sister. Here's my, you know, putting that up front. And some people make the mistake of yes. sharing that too late. And so then it creates that um, insecurity for the, the other person because you, you, you didn't introduce them as just your friend day one like you may have done to your with your same sex best friends or whatever. So you have to put them on up on front street the same as you do your same sex friend. So that's one piece of advice for anybody looking to maintain a relationship. Again, it doesn't always work. Some people are, you know, maybe too territorial, or use your word, you know, and so it wouldn't matter anyway. The other aspect that I would like to share with anyone, with most people that I don't think people really think about is, for the most part, I don't have those insecurities. It never bothers me. And again, it's just, it's just, but the reason I'm this way is because what I have figured out there's a reason why the two people are just friends. Like, like, if they could be together and wanted to be together, since they're friends, they would be. So even if they did have a past relationship or even if they just had friends with benefits, I don't really worry about it because, again, as we've all said, if you could, you would marry the person you have a great friendship with. So the fact that they're not doing that, now obviously every now and then it could be somebody's married and they just can't be together or whatever or their circumstances. So I'm not acting like those situations don't exist. But for the most part, for, in my opinion, when people are being territorial, what you're forgetting is there's a reason why they're not together, and I kind of rely on but, that and why I don't have an issue. Go ahead, uh, whoever's about to jump. I couldn't hear who it was. But this is what... This is the reason why I think there's a huge difference between jealousy and insecurity and territorialness. I can be confident, absolutely confident, that my man is not attracted to someone. I can be absolutely confident that he is, that's not even his type. I, I can know mm-hmm. for a fact that she was thirsty and wanted him. That's, that's not jealousy. That's territorialness. For me, territorialness is this is my place. 
I don't I don't want anyone nibbling on my plate. I don't want anyone salivating over my plate. This is my plate. It's clear. It's it's separate and it's different. What I like in a relationship is the fact that it's only mine. And when it comes to my my man, I'm the same way. I'm confident, and it has nothing to do with okay. If I leave, maybe this person could jump in. It's the fact that I know this person has seen my man on an intimate level, and that's a weird feeling. When I was married, I remember having somebody be in our life, and at the time, uh, and not at the time, I think they're still married. This this woman was married, married with kids, been married, whatever. I didn't find out until years into my marriage that, and he didn't get into the level of intimacy, but there was intimacy on some level. I know it involved them both being in a bed naked. I don't know, you know, where it went, but it was a right. weird feeling knowing that she's seen my man naked. That's just, to me, that's just, it's weird. It's, it's unsettling. I never felt like, Ooh, you know, if we go somewhere, are they going to be sneaking off and whispering? Are they going to be text? I never mm-hmm. felt threatened by her but there's a sense of it's intimate for a reason it's intimate and I feel like it loses its specialness the more that person has has been exposed and it's the same way for me when it comes to you hear guys talking about if his girl is let's say he has a woman he doesn't want her on social media posting booty shots and and shots in her bra or topless you know or, or naked to that extreme it's not that she's smashing everyone that likes her picture but it's like What's special about it if everybody sees it? You know, that's why I think guys a lot of times like virgins because they know there's not a soul out there who has had what he's had. So to me, territorialness is a completely separate thing than jealousy and insecurity. I think it's about respect and what you consider respect, whether it's intentional or not. They're not disrespecting you when you you didn't even know them, obviously. But for me... I would not want a man around my man who has had me. I would just think that would put him in a weird space. But it's no judgment. That's that's how I that's my makeup, and I yeah, I'm get, very honest about it. I got you, Denise. Um, how, you know, you're again, you you've experienced it on the flip side. Um, how do you think you contend with, um, you know, your significant other still having a friendship with someone that they had sexual relationships? How do you contend with that? So for me personally, I don't think I would have a problem with it, only because I do it, you know, or I have done it, I should say. I'm not doing it now, but I've done it. And so um, I... You ain't got to lie, Craig. You out there doing it right now, (laughs) Denise. Whatever. (laughs) You ain't got to lie, Craig. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Craig. So I I think that for me, um, if he, if my, you know, significant other or the guy that I'm dating comes to me sincerely and says, look, this is the situation. And to your point, Montoya, he would have to tell me up front because if he told me further up on down front. the road, then that would definitely cause a problem for me because I would be in the why did you have to hide it mode. But if he came up front and said, look, I've got like, you know, this girlfriend of mine or two friends of mine, you know, one of them, I've, you know, you know, when we first met, you know, we had a sexual relationship. We haven't sat together, you know, in years. Um, but we're just really great friends, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But I would have a problem if he told me that he was friends with someone and they just slept together like last week. So that would kind of change the game for me a little bit. <laughs> that would be too soon for me. You, you think? I mean? <laughs> she said too soon. 
the paint is still wet. <laughs> yeah, it was last week, but I love you, Denise. I I, I love you with all my heart, Denise. It was just a week ago, but I love right, you. Right. Know, we only when she breaks the glass. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and you know, we, we, we good. Me, me and her just friends, but last week we did get it in. You know, and so... That it was one last time because he knew I was coming to you. She knew I was coming to you forever. Right, 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 right. <laughs> we, let's do it one last time. It worked, time, so. but we just needed to try and try and try it again <laughs> just to make right. sure it didn't work. Right. So that <laughs> the joke's still out, but. <laughs> right. That changes the game for me. But if it's a situation where, you know, they first met, they were attracted to each other, they slept with each other, they realized, you know, all of the things that we spoke about earlier, that they realized it wasn't going to work out, but they just had this great, amazing friendship, and now they've been friends for 10 years, you know, they've been friends for five years, you know, and he just wanted to give me, you know, this upfront, honest, then I would, I would accept that. I'd be fine with that because I know in my mind I feel like that's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. That no, makes sense. Well, we're actually up against yeah. the break. I'll give a male perspective on this very question when we come out of break. I got Brother Pianchi that wants to get in as well. I think it'll be slightly different. I had a cut for Chris Rock. I'm not going to play it in reference to the flip side of it, but I'll talk about that when we come out of break. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. All I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services, we are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services. In commercial business for over 15 years, LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment-specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn-out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user in working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact <coughs> LNG Technology Services at 478-781-4860. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478 478- 781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways. Every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. Again, I am your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. If you have a product or a service that you want to get out, to the smartest audience in all of radio, please contact me directly at 404-604-9477. I'm very thankful to all of my sponsors, MoneyMotivation.com, LNG Technologies, Square Business Entertainment. Appreciate them very much. You as an individual can support what we're doing, too, again, at MentalDialogue.com. We do need your support. Um, sponsorships come and go. But if you are a constant listener and have not, supported the show, then we do ask that you become a supporter to keep Intelligent Radio on the air. If you think what we're doing is different, make sure we don't just up and disappear one day because you didn't support um, something that you see is beneficial to the community. So we do ask for your support. I am glad to have on with me special guest co-host Denise Lang as well as special guest Yancy, your hostess for this morning's discussion. Um, and I said I'll give a, a quick take 
Um, I know throughout my lifetime when it comes to that aspect of moving into a relationship and, you know, in these days and times, you know, be naive to think that somebody's moving into a relationship who hasn't had a sexual relationship, you know, in the sense of whether it was a, re- a regular relationship or just a friendship, friends with benefits situation. For the most part, we know that is the case. Um, Chris Rock <laughs> mentioned, again, I didn't play the cut, where he says, men, we don't want to know. And there are a lot of men who ask, but I do recommend, generally speaking, due to ego, that it's not a question to ask, per se. I think it's actually better both ways, both ways not to, in a sense, find out all those details, just, in a sense, not to even give someone like a Yancey, in a sense, that thought. And what I'm saying, I'm not talking about hiding things. I still stand by, hey, this is my friend, you know, whatever, and, you know, here's the somebody that I'm just friends with. And, of course, if you're significant other saying, well, did it devolve into more? I'm not telling you to lie, per se. But what I am saying is if both people, in my opinion, are smart enough not to, in a sense, dig into, you know, what's that history and you're able to trust the energy and, as you said, you know, you know, you know your man's about you and vice versa, your woman's about you, it's almost like, in my opinion, you almost have to build the, the – the relationship going forward because if maybe for those who are jealous, now you're tearing down the relationship for a situation that person doesn't even want to be in because of your jealousy and your insecurity, you're causing issues in your relationship that shouldn't have to be. And that person's in a situation where they have to lose this amazing friend because of your insecurity. So in my opinion, you know, not asking those questions, in my opinion, are smart for both the woman and the man, and for men, highly even more so because of our egos. I don't think we can take it. Um, those are my thoughts on that. I want to hear y'all thoughts, and then I'll get to Brother Pian. I, I, I would correct. love to. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Ask, I don't know that I would ask. To be honest with you, um, I think you know, if someone just is like, "This is my friend." You know, we've been friends for five years. I don't. I, I personally don't think my initial next question would be, "Did you sleep with her?" Um, as I'm now that I'm older, I think probably if I was in my twenties, you know, and I was very cocky, I would have probably been like, "Well, did you sleep with her?" You know. But I think as I've gotten older and realized that friendships actually, that you know, especially when we're at the age we're at, um, that it is possible to really be friends with someone and not turn around and while you're in a relationship with someone else, go ahead and sleep with them again. I don't think I would ask it. You know. Initially, and I would really pray and hope that mine wouldn't ask either, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to tell. So, <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's right. that's the flip side of it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, see your thoughts or your three cents on this. So this is my question for Denise. So, on the one hand, because I think a lot of stuff sounds good on paper, but when you're really in the situation, it's different. You were saying that you would you would wonder why he hid something from you if if you found out later that there was a there was more than just platonic friendship, but at the same token wouldn't ask from the onset. So let's say he went in there going, okay, there really is nothing, so I don't want to say anything to Denise because I don't want her to even question it. I don't know if she's going to be territorial, but he doesn't say anything. And then you guys are way down the line. You know, you guys are off vacationing somewhere, joking around, and she, not slips, but she makes a comment, which you could put two and two together, like, oh, she's seen his, you know, what, you know, or whatever, something like that, or laughs like, yeah, man, we tried to be friends, and we know, or we tried to have sex, and we know that didn't happen. Something could come out innocently, 
And then now, you know, you're in that situation where you're questioning, well, we all known each other seven years. How am I just now finding out that I just feel like there's a no win situation, you know, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's a good I, I question. I, 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 I want to hear Denise's answers. Now, y'all should stop. I want to hear yeah, Denise's so answer to that. That's a great question. On, I think the later on down the road, if I've been going out with him for a long time and I didn't initially ask, and later on down the road I did find out that he slept with her, I would be pissed off. I'm not going to lie. I would be upset about that, but not to the extent that it would end our relationship. So I would just be mad about him, like, why didn't you say something? You should have said something. I would have that kind of fight with him. You know, you could you could have said something in the beginning. Contradictory, but though. He should have said something. <laughs> but the thing is, because yeah, I didn't like he ask, can't, why would he volunteer? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's a little. So I'm saying because I didn't ask, I couldn't get as upset to the point where I'd be like, it's over. But I would be I would be a little irritated, but I wouldn't be to the it wouldn't be extreme. I just was like, wow. You're you my know, friend, Denise. Anything, you know. You're my friend, Denise. It would be extreme. <laughs> Not the extreme. I'm messing with you. Let me get the brother Piaki. Let me get the brother Piaki. He's been waiting for a little while. Hold on, y'all. Brother Piaki, how you doing out of St. Louis? Give us your three cents on this. You know, uh, you know, dykes get a kick out of taking men's wives and uh, vice versa. That's true. And while you running through that Rolodex of your husband, you passing up men's names. They just my friend looking for female names. Brother Piaki, they took it a whole other direction. Go ahead, okay. But the reality is what it is. Yeah, that's real. And, and that's you real. have you have little cliques of, of societies in the United States where, although they're not legally binding, you have men with more than one wife per se. And some of the women, because I heard one testify, she don't want him staying with her. He can stay with the other ones, but come by here every now and then. And another thing, these incidents, hopefully they are consensual between two adults, or they're due to a marriage, or the other temporary friendship is through a practice age-old called prostitution. Some Johns go back to the same prostitute for numerous reasons. So it just kind of can't be confined to our own personal experiences. There's a whole realm of possibilities and realities that are going on today. Even parents nah, with brought, their children. Oh, Even parents with their children. My daughter is my friend. Yeah, okay. My son is my friend. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Hey, you brought something to the table. It's always worth it, brother. Thanks for being a, a constant listener and definitely encourage you to go come and support over at mentalvalleylaw.com. Thank you for your three cents this morning, King. Hey, while we up here worrying about the opposite, Bianca, they reminded us why you cool with his boy. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to check that it. situation, too. And, uh, the, you know, he, hey, hey, we, hey, we got to talk about it. He brought it to the table. Uh, go ahead. I think that was Denise that was about to say something. Go ahead. I don't I don't mind waiting. There's a delay, so I didn't hear. Her. Please go ahead, Denise. You're saying are you cool with his boy? Is what you're saying? No, no, no. I was just joking about what he said in the sense that, well, you know, I was just saying that if you take what Beyonce is bringing to the table, for the most part, we've been having this discussion in the man, in the manner of an opposite sex situation. So generally speaking, 
um, you know, me as a man, you know, I'm not thinking nothing of her female friends, right, and maybe vice versa. We're not concerned when he introduced you to his male friends. And Brother Piyaki is saying, hey, in today's time, you got to worry about them too. Uh, go ahead, Yancy. I think you, yeah, you were definitely ready to jump in, and I, I just misheard the voice. Go well, ahead, um, Yancy. I, I had a situation where, like I said, I, I was practically married out the womb. So I was married for 12 years, and during that time, I developed a friendship um, with somebody, it was always respectful. It was always platonic. There was never any inappropriateness that my ex-husband would have had a problem with. It was always above the board. And when I got out of that relationship, you know, obviously it was devastating. I'm a mother of two. I'm going through a divorce. And so he was definitely a shoulder to cry. And I mean, I, I literally cried on his shoulder, you know, the ugly, just everything running. Mm -hmm. And never thought that there was anything more. And so it, I actually found out by accident that he had feelings for me and told me, you know, was, was ended up, ended up admitting that the reason why he doesn't think he was ever in a successful relationship was because he was always holding out for a Yancey of his own. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where I think, I think sometimes we have to really be honest. I think we all want to just, you know, say these things that sound like great sound bites. They sound great on paper. But in reality, there is attraction on some level. Not saying it's sexual, they can't control themselves. But there's right. something there that draws people together. And it's usually because one person didn't ever speak to it because they know the person's given them very clear indication that, this is not going to go anywhere, and they're not stupid. They're not going to make it awkward. Um, but I think nine times out of ten, yes, there are exceptions, but nine times out of ten, there was hope on one person's side or the other, and it just never came to fruition. So when, I, when it comes to territorialness, this is not coming again from a place of insecurity that I'm unattractive. I don't think that somebody is going to leave me for someone else. It's, it's not that. It's it's the fact that there are certain things that are just respectful. And in talking to guys, a lot of guys feel that way where they, you know, they, they don't want another person around or they do want to have the upper hand where they know this was a question I asked too. Would you want to know if you were going to be in a circle with someone who had smashed your girl? Um, I feel like it's knowledge is power. And if we all have, you know, if it was money, if, if one person has $10, we all should have $10. Nobody should have more money, more intellectual money than the other person, especially if it's my dude. If I'm walking into a room and there's going to be somebody there who smashed my dude, I don't want to be that fool that everybody else knows except me. So I feel that, and this is my little two cents, I know we're wrapping up. At the end of the day, yeah. we cannot manipulate people. We cannot say, well, I don't know how they're going to respond, so I'm going to withhold that. A real loving and compassionate person, in my opinion, is a person that says, I'm going to lay all the cards out on the table. Any card that I have, there's 52 in my deck, you're going to have all 52 plus the two jokers. If you can look at all these cards and decide you want to move forward, then you're with me. And I don't ever have to feel guilty. That person never feels resentful. And if that person walks away, they walked away based on truth, and I can't control that person anyway. I'd rather find out from I got you. We're actually, up, we're actually up against you, Yossi, so if you will... Now, if you will, share information for how people can follow you. Thank you for you on being on with us this morning. But if you will, go ahead and share how people can keep up with you. I appreciate the plug. Um, you can find me on my Facebook page, which is Chasing Yancey. 
Um, my personal profile is Yanti, your hostess. I make a lot of the posts public so you guys can see that. I'm also on Instagram as Yanti underscore your hostess. That's Y-O-N-C-I. And please, please, please stay tuned for Ear Candy. Ear Candy, the show. I actually have an IG. We haven't even published the first post yet, but we're going to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, our website, Ear Candy, the show. It's going to be awesome. So look out for it. Um, and I want to thank you and your lovely co-host for having me on. Oh, thank you. No, thank you, Denise. Yes, if you will, send me everything you just said on your contact via a Facebook message, and I'll post it under the show replay. Thank you all this morning. Thank you for the callers. It was a lively show. Yep, see you all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think.